0: We're back to the warehouse for the third Blitzball battle. Rotten survives the Cinderella story, kids. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about boys. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey.
1: Hey! Big week. Big week for the boys. It is a big week for the boys. uh, I mean, Pinstripe Strong. Did great to get to where they were. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of people, I know I did, voted them eighth. You know, yeah. Um, they did a fantastic and job. Lou had a breakout year. Not, so did had so. a breakout so so year. Joe's, yeah. Joe's had a breakout. Oh yeah, Lou had a breakout year for sure. Yeah. I was actually surprised when I was looking at the stats to see that um, he wasn't leading in more than one category.
0: It was just like hits.
1: Doubles. And, okay. You know, the bats were alive in a sense that Rotten maxed out thanks to Joe's. Yeah. Um, I didn't, didn't want to say it, but I did. But in the other sense, like, there were nine outs in this game. Six of them were strikeouts.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so well, that, that being said, Rotten had, oh, a, yeah. had a good p- pitching performance, in my
1: opinion. Rotten had a great pitching performance. Dan announced himself. They didn't throw too many pitches. I mean, they both they got their two innings, and neither of them crossed 30 pitches. Yeah. I mean, Trevor, that's really good, too. We're going through too much analysis. Yeah. Brendan, did you bring your cup of milk?
0: I did. I don't know. If you brought your cup of milk, is there something, another ingredient in
1: it, perhaps? Oh, wow. So, for those who don't know, <laughs> I angered a fan base, particularly one member of a fan base, yeah. when I admitted during the hook line versus uh love you's game that I have never drank chocolate milk before. <laughs> Drew Davis <laughs> reached out to Brendan first saying, You don't like chocolate milk, to which Brendan quickly threw like, me on no, the bus. No, no, no. It's not he me. Said, no, no. That was Peter. And Drew bullied me into buying chocolate milk <laughs> <laughs> and trying it. Much to the uh you know my wife has been trying to get me to try chocolate milk for years because she also thinks it's crazy that I've yeah. never drank it. How did he bully
0: you exactly? What did what do he call you like a?
1: He sent me pictures of my house.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, you better start.
0: And you saw like one of those red dots on your head through the window? <laughs>
1: Could <can> you imagine? <laughs> <just> the, back, <laughs> the back of my head is Drew Davis is just this absolute terrorist. <laughs> no, Drew is um, he drew text. Drew pretty much texted me. He didn't bully me, but it was like the final like, you know what? I smell a content opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) So I tried the chocolate milk, sent him a picture. Uh, Drew is hysterical. Drew is very, very funny. And I feel like it's something that we don't necessarily see in these games. Yeah, he's he's an intense intense competitor. Yeah, we see it in the post games and pre games. But Drew was like having me crack. He was cracking me up the entire conversation. The guy's very, very funny. Very, very nice guy. Uh, but yes, now I have tried chocolate milk. We could strike it off. So I guess, like, what's the next thing, Brendan? M- milkshakes are should... next. Milkshakes are next. Well, I've had yeah. milkshakes now. When I was growing up, I forgot. Kristen reminded me that I have had, because I said on here, I think I said I did, I've never had milkshakes or smoothies. Kristen reminded me I have had them within this past year. though. <laughs> okay. So So that's not, what's okay. next?
0: I don't know. What's a weird thing you haven't had? Well, I think Taco it'll Bell. it'll just kind of come up in conversation. That's a good one. Well, it'll come up in conversation. I've never had Taco
1: Bell. Okay, that could be something. Um, well, wait, before but before we I get to a
0: different Bell. food, what what the hell did you think of
1: the chocolate milk? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I, I, was okay, tell- I was telling my wife. See? I was telling my wife. I said to her, like, I just I'd always avoided it because I thought it was like, like I had always thought. Have you ever had like mio? Yes. Where? What have you had your mio in, Brendan?
0: I put Mio in um, in beers, particularly in Narragansett, It tastes really good in.
1: <laughs> but, like, you know when you have Mio, you could, like, depending on how much you put it in there, in your water. Mm-hmm. Um, it, can, like, it could just it. taste like water and just be like, this is just water that's trying to not be. Yeah. I fully expected chocolate milk to be just milk that was trying to not be milk. Right. Uh, but it's not. It tastes like a completely different drink, <laughs> and I loved
0: it. And the the particular brand you got the Fairlife, uh, I, I think you you mentioned that someone had said maybe it was Drew himself said like it was the, Drew
1: Drew said his girlfriend said they treat the cows bad,
0: right? I, I didn't know that, but I was going to commend you for your choice because that Fairlife you got is thick and creamy and so so good, and that's one of my favorite brands.
1: And biggest thing for me at least, lactose free.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: surprising. Biggest thing for me, it was that I think that they they must use like cows that produce A2 or something. Okay. Um, but we don't have to get into all. Like oh, yeah. I was a, a little background. Uh-huh. I know all this. I know stuff about like specific milks because when I was an auditor, most I had three clients that were milk producing clients. Oh, okay. so I know all this stuff from that. So
0: how do you think that? They, so I, we said that they treat the cows badly. Is that how they get them to produce uh, milk without a two? Is by like bullying them and like shit talking them on the beef, farm?
1: Give them beef stews,
0: <laughs> like Europe. not like.
1: They that's, that's fucked up. No. Not that I was talking about <laughs> farting in their face. <laughs> okay,
0: like eat your own kind. Like, oh my god, Peter.
1: <laughs> I'm really, I'm really a bad person. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys this. Eat a steak. Um, but yeah, now let's get into blitzball. going you blitzball. have a burn prepared. I
0: got a burn. It'd be weird if I didn't today. Just like you know what, today is not my day.
1: Nah, Peter, <laughs> you can, can do it on the fly. Pete,
0: fuck yourself. All right. I here don't think go.
1: I gave you any uh, hints in this one. Usually, I give you little burn lines in my notes. so I don't think yeah, I give uh, you any this, this time. Is,
0: I didn't think I really had it today because uh, a little peek, peek behind the curtains for me. I'm, I'm not playing Hurt, per se, but I'm a little tired. I was at the T-Swift concert last night, so I didn't think my brain would be working well today. But I think uh, this one came out all right. Here we go.
1: All right. Go for it. Burn. Boeing Boing.
0: It's the Pinstripers versus the wipers in a match that would be embarrassing for the defending champs to lose. Pinstripe starts off strong by putting up 3 in the first after Ploof comes in to limit their damage. Forgotten Rotten brings the pressure immediately and makes Pinstripe strong change pitchers more than beer league dads at a pizza parlor. Their indecisiveness costs them a Mercy Rule inning and gives Rotten a 5-3 lead. Forgotten Rotten needs two outs out of their lesser pitcher to take this game home. Dan Rourke makes roast pork out of Pinstripe Strong to win the game, and the defending champs live to see another day. Forgotten Rotten wins 5-3. to three.
1: I'll be wow. completely honest. I was not listening to most of that because all that was going through my head was, don't forget to ask Brendan why Forgotten Rotten is the ass wipers.
0: <laughs> uh, simply because it rhymed and I just couldn't get it out of my head
1: unbelievable no, you don't no, no know real that reason. maybe they use bidets
0: that's you know what when we have uh, dan work or blue Fine, we'll have to ask them if they are ass wipers
1: dan have you ever used wiped your ass or used a bidet only forever your whole life
0: imagine straight out of the womb first squirt squirting water up their ass
1: you saw how good we were with interviewing jimmy yeah first question dan do you wipe your ass
0: <laughs> that's our interview style <laughs>
1: <laughs> Trev. I, I was telling Brendan last night I had a dream uh, this is so funny to me I had a dream that I wrote to to Trevor <laughs> I wrote to Trevor on Twitter asking if he wanted to come on the podcast at some time and his response was no but I would love to be your producer
0: <laughs> just imagine like our, our YouTube screen is me and you and then like, a tiny Trevor in the corner that doesn't say a <laughs> word
1: <laughs> oh my god Make great use I, woke, out of I woke up laughing because <laughs> of how funny that was oh man Yeah, fantastic game, Uh, do or die game. Obviously, losers bracket. Um, I feel like coming into it, I thought Rotten was going to win. I, you know, Pinstripe Strong was hot. Lou is arguably the MVP of this season. He's just been, I think, every game he's been in. It looks like it's impossible to get him out. Um, He brings the intensity, and that you know that we've seen that transfer over to Joe's sometimes, where then Joe's has these big moments at the plate. Obviously not. Um, today going over four.
0: Yeah, just uh, didn't have it, it at all closer. today. Unfortunately, no. I think I think that, I that was the was... kind of the difference maker. I think if Joe's has a little bit more pep in his step, that translates to Lou a little bit more, and it completes the lineup. But uh, Joe's on both ends of the ball was just. I think I think he said in the post game show a little bit. He's just fucking exhausted.
1: Oh my god! I think this is the first time that I haven't watched the post game show when we recorded. I'm
0: glad I did. Yeah, there's there is some good insight there. Joe's said he slept on his pitching arm. Uh, and then woke up and it was like, he couldn't use it. Hence like the 40 mile per hour pitches. He he He's, he texted Lou before the game when he woke up, he's like, dude, my arm is shot. I'm worried about today. <laughs> uh, yeah, and to that that's some, some good for context sure. for sure. So that, that, that made a lot of sense. Yeah. But that um, was, that was later on in the game anyway,
1: much later on in the game. First inning, I think they got a three zero lead. And I was like, Oh my God, they're bringing it today. Uh, Pintripe strong sorry pinstripe strong got a three0 lead I thought to myself they're bringing it today like they may be able to do this uh you know Lou's hitting everything that comes to him mm-hmm. I think I think Lou was four for four before uh the second inning yeah um you know Dan starts the game Dan's a little bit. Wild, we see in the second inning, he completely flips the script on that. Like, great, Incredible. this was a beautiful story from beginning, middle to end. Beginning, Rotten has these struggles, pinstripes taking advantage of them. Middle, they're starting to feel it at the plate. Um, with wild decisions, keeping Joe's in on the mound. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll for Trevor, who's been on uh, like on fire as well. Dan's doing his job, too. They start to build this confidence. Dan starts the final inning, goes one, two, three, with, like, the absolute poetic Trev pretty much, like, yelling at Dan, yelling in a, like, constructive, positive way, like, you finish this, this one's fucking yours, you do this. It was a beautiful story. And like Jimmy was saying when we were talking to him in the last episode, if you haven't listened, go listen to that. It's really informative, really cool. Um. You know, this is entertainment. It is more like talking about a TV show than it is sports. Like, yeah, I've done sports podcasts before. It's very factual, it's very, uh, you know, hey, this happened. Mm -hmm. There are these storylines that are there, but they are definitely not in the front seat. Whereas in this one, that's what's there.
0: It is also like not always storylines, it's just sometimes it's day to day, and like, oh, this, you know, it's the ins and outs of it. But I, I I love from Trevor in this game that their backs are are up against the wall and he does not seem shaken in the slightest all all game long it was just like yep yeah, we're we're gonna come in do our jobs and we're gonna win
1: he yep. never looks shocking. and then again sorry I really hate like referencing an old episode and if you haven't listened to it because it's two hours long I'm very sorry <laughs> um, in in the episode Jimmy says that. As the games go on, you're going to see the crowd really become this factor, this entertainment point, where they're making jokes and you know they're doing things to get the whole feel of this video. Not, it's not just a game. Yeah. It's an it's a full on entertainment experience, and you see that with Jimmy now yelling at Joe's like, "Hey, Lou said it's a green light when it was a <laughs> uh, four four zero pitch." Yeah. And Lou going, "No, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no,
0: <laughs> Yeah, we have some screens from KMAC too. Yeah, I mean, he's—he's—I think he's one of the the characters who's always been a character in the bleachers, even before the, they really started getting funny in the in in the sidelines. But
1: he makes fantastic, fantastic.
0: But yeah, so so the first inning starts, and Plouffe—he looks—he looks okay. It's, it's weird because he gets hit around a little bit, but I feel like he never gets hit hard, and he just makes Joe's look absolutely silly. Like his stuff, he was more controlled in his outing today than he has been in the past. He, he was missing with uh, maybe the slider a little bit, but in the past uh, with, with, against the teams like Como, um, he was much more outside the strikes zone. we were today. He was he was attacking more, and the only hits that, that Lou got really were kind of like uh, like pop-ups for the most part. But it, it, it worked. It, I think that it was important that they got out of that inning before they reached the mercy. Getting out of there with three was really important.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... Getting out of there three was very important. I never would have seen Dan going one two three.
0: in... After the way he started in this game.
1: After the way he started in the second inning, I did not expect him to go one two three. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I did have a quote in my notes. I didn't see it before. K-Mac yelling at Joe's to charge the mound because mm. Dan that's was he headhunting yeah. him. <laughs> charge the mound! <laughs> that, that killed me. Um <laughs> We're gonna well, hear a
0: lot more Kamek. I feel like now that he's he's fully out of the tournament, he can focus on just being a funny. Yeah, he's out person. of his sad boy phase. Yeah,
1: which is was completely warranted. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, like I never would have seen that switch flip in Dan, and it is it is because I do think so. Momentum's a real thing. Everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody who's watched sports it's, it's knows an, momentum intangible. is real. Um, Rotten getting five pulled them out of this like funk that they had in the first inning, and and. Saying they had a funk is, you know, kind of weird because they didn't do super poorly in yeah. the first, but they weren't themselves.
0: Yeah, so I, so I want to talk a little bit about like the pitching in that in that inning that like got them to the five.
1: Well, so, yeah. So this is like a perfect transition yeah. because them getting those five because, and it wasn't like, you know, a five on oh Joe's is fucking walking everybody. Yeah. The inning ends, uh, hit, walk, hit, hit. Yeah. To yeah, not get to the walks. five. Yeah. So that flips the momentum. That brings it in for Dan, who we've seen, you know, his his head and him as a player are two different characters, essentially. Yeah. Because he has that ability. It's just a matter of can his head stabilize to give him that ability to be his best self.
0: Absolutely yes yeah, so, so and
1: the pitching in the second inning was definitely something to talk about or the first the second half of the first inning
0: right it, yeah second half of the first inning and then even with, with dan's performance later on like that's i have some like some smaller notes about it but i like still like we, we got, i'm just glad we got to see one of those new four pitches <laughs> by dan that was exciting yeah um, It was very exciting so with, with the bottom of the first with pinstripe strong what they started out with joe's right which makes sense i, I think these teams are starting to pick up on... The lesser pitcher should probably start with... Any, time you have bases clear, it's a good time to put in your lesser guy. So they start with Joes. Right. Uh, Joes, what does he do? He gives up a hit to start by uh, by Rourke?
1: No, it's a, walk. it's a walk. Oh, no, sorry, yes. Starts, Rourke, starts this the is the one where he hit it through Joes' legs. Yeah.
0: So it would, sometimes Dan will get a hit, and like, he hits it pretty hard. And even though he's got a funny swing, I think he's got good bat to ball skills. Um, he just needs to figure out a little bit of... Uh, like his fundamentals a little bit more like even the the booth always does they always make fun of his his swing i think moylan said it looks like he's uh throwing out a fishing line (laughs) it kind of does Um, it was
1: dan's swing i think i have it in the notes somewhere his swing is just flicking his wrists
0: (laughs) there's no arms it's just all that's
1: all it is it's just
0: yeah it's a it's powerful still but uh yeah so so then joe's comes out immediately because lou wants to face trev which makes sense uh, he doesn't get Trev, stays in. He gets work. Trev comes back on. At, what is it? um First and second, with one out at this point. um yeah. And they bring. I think they bring. They bring Joe's into face Dan, with one out and bases loaded. Well,
1: now that. the base. Yeah, because he walks. Trevor walked. Yeah. Lou. Like I. Um, and I don't this know. was when Lou tried to do that crazy pitch, where he like threw it up. Over Trevor's head, that was going to try and come behind him and hit the top of the zone. And he didn't miss by that much at all.
0: Right. It was just, it was kind uh, of weird that they brought him in with the bases loaded. Like, so they essentially brought him in to start with bases clear. And then they only get one out and then load the bases. Like, I don't think this is, this is not a good lane for Joe's, especially like in the back of your head, as being Lou, knowing that Joe's doesn't have it today, putting him in a bases load. I know it's Dan, but Dan. Faced him already and hit him really hard.
1: Well, uh, I was thinking I was trying to get out this. of this, and I was thinking that might be some like strategic type move because if they had Joe's pitch there, Joe's gets say they that Dan hits a grand slam, right? Yeah, four runs in the inning so far. If you get it to if they get it to five and Joe's is pitching, uh, even if he like gets somebody out at some point. That's two runs that they have to get in the bottom of the second. Obviously, we know what happened in the bottom of the second, but they max out the inning. They only need to get two runs to get back in, and then Lou pitches the entire second half of the second inning. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're trying to steal an out. They were thinking
0: they're trying to steal an out for sure with 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 Jones, but it just didn't look like it was going to work with like the stuff that he had, and like putting him in a pressure right. situation seemed just like a, a tough ask. Uh, and like, yeah. no matter what. He he cannot face Trev ever. Like I I don't think that that's a, a fair or so you matchup. Think. Um, it was or just or so you think it was insane to watch him throw against Trevor. It just it, I think they're both. Like, I think Trevor's even laughing at him as he walked up to the plate.
1: <laughs> Did you read my notes?
0: Uh, I don't. When, I didn't when, read them when thoroughly. Tre- no.
1: Joe's faced Trevor. It was Trev versus Lou. Dot 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 or not? <laughs> Joe's takes the mound for the bases loaded at bat. Uh,
0: absurd. I, I mean. I guess this is another. I don't know. I don't know what the, it was. Just a like very, very questionable pitching decisions all around.
1: It, it was, I mean, like I said, I don't think that going through their head was, oh, let's get Joe's to steal out here. I think it was, hey, if we get the maximum, then I pitch the entirety of the bottom of the second. Well, he still need, he,
0: he still needed to get. One in order to because you still need to get Listen, one. Listen, I know it's or... a
1: high risk. Like there was no situation here where there is no risk. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think they I were just heard... overthinking.
0: I think they, I I don't. I'm never a fan of like the exactly unless, you, what it unless was. you have matchups that are working. I'm okay with the back and forth, but like the the frantic nature of the switching pitch pitchers just lo- makes you look like you're unsure and nervous, which they were.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an overthinking aspect. Yeah, I do like just the fact that Trevor faced Joe's Trevor was facing Dan with the bases loaded um I think that was a matter of hey if we get tagged here we have a chance to respond in the bottom of the second it's only two runs like we see teams get two runs like crazy um Whereas if they burn Lou and they get the two outs, who's to, it, they're in a much worse situation if Joe's has to pitch in that second inning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah, because if, if even if, unless Lou gets two outs in the top of the first, if he only gets one and they put the max on him, Lou has the entire second. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I, I just always like the idea of keeping your good guy. Once it gets messy, keep your good guy in there to just at least get out of the inning, like they did with like, right. that's what Trevor did. Like he he made it so that they didn't hit the max. It's, it is risky, though, because if you leave your good guy in and then you get maxed out anyway, you almost just wasted all those bullets. So Right, exactly. And that's yeah. why
1: I think that they put Joes in. But again, going back to what you were saying, I do think that that's a complete, like, ooh, let's try to be cute. Fuck with the system and get it back on our, our terms. Totally,
0: totally. Um, so it didn't work out. And they, they uh, mercy them that inning. Um, mercy. And now they, they got to shut him down and dance into pitch.
1: Dan's into pitch. You're we're seeing in this tournament. Pinstripe strong um, is a very offensive team. They, you know, Joe's can hit. Joe's didn't in this game, but Joe's can hit. Yeah, Joe's proved it. Joe's especially like a, the I think we said, a basketball
0: pitcher like Joe's. This is the kind of pitcher that Joe's can hit.
1: Right, Joe's can hit. God, Lord knows that Lou can hit. Lou's been arguably the best hitter in this tournament. Yeah, um, I think he's he's right up there with like Nikki and Caden. And Sammy has yeah. the best hitters in this tournament. Um, and it just does not go their way. Dan builds up all this confidence. The first out, so unlucky for Lou. How many people have we seen drop that exact pop-up?
0: And, and Dan does it like, I'm, I would be so scared to use that mid- with no like he got cover it in the on glove That's right. in a glove. I was like, "Holy shit, that was way too confident." And it, it it was like it looked really easy for him. Like good for for him. I think Rosie even mentioned that Dan looks relatively athletic there.
1: Yeah, did you see the slow-mo? It looked like it it popped out and he was able it, to it. Keep looks it looks really in. smooth
0: in live action and then when you see the the uh, slow-mo, you're like, "Whoa, you should have definitely used two hands, but good for you. <laughs> you. You you made the catch."
1: But he made it look so easy. And then obviously You know, Dan gets Joes swinging. I do fully think Joes was in full panic mode. Um, He was swinging at pitches that he... he usually doesn't swing at pitches like that.
0: Yeah. I, Um, I think also having Trevor just absolutely dice him up probably diminish his confidence for the day too. Right.
1: Well, that end like... Joe's was coming into this at bat over three with a one walk you know he yeah. knows he hasn't done anything he must have been thinking to himself like fuck I need I I need to do something I can't just be leaving Lou out all out on his own yeah you know Joe's gave up so how many runs did Joe's give up for him three Joe's gave up three of the four of the five he hadn't been hitting all day he got one walk so he must have been like I need to play hero yeah and he was swinging at balls that he really shouldn't have been swinging at he puts Lou in a bad position and then dan gets lou striking out amazing in the bottom I, of so in, the, that, in that
0: joe's at bat though I, I think it was when we saw the debut of dan's new i guess it was a curveball a question mark i mean it, it moves very slightly it goes like up it goes from i guess 12 to 6 but straight down even though like a curveball ball will have a little bit of lateral movement but it almost looks like a like a weak splitter in yeah. a way like a we yeah, like a forkball or something um because it, it doesn't move much and it almost looks like a, a changeup that goes straight down instead of darts away. But um he was he was able to throw strikes with it. I think I think throwing a strike on the zone, like a called strike against Joe's, helped him a lot in that lua bat. It's like, oh shit, I could throw this new pitch for strikes, and that's really that was really important in that Luit mean, bat.
1: Dan worked really well and really efficiently. He had one walk and one hit allowed, two strikeouts, and we, like as we said, the the pop-up Yes, from Lou. Dan worked really efficiently. He threw 26 pitches, which is 13 per if you're going on an average 13 per inning. Mm -hmm. Dan, that which is less, I want to really say it, which is less than Lou and Joe's pitch. Like, you know, Lou and Joe's combined gave up five runs, so they really they should be pitching more. But Lou and Joe's really did not pitch very much for giving up five runs. Fifteen yeah. and nineteen.
0: Because, like we said, they they didn't Each. give up a lot of walks. They actually just got hit around,
1: right? Like,
0: but then, uh he looks really good in a way that he also didn't get rattled when he started throwing balls too. Because there's, a, a, I think, a full count in there somewhere, and he like yanked a he yanked a fastball pretty hard, and then came back and was able to throw another strike. Like sometimes if you throw a pitch that badly, it'll it'll maybe you might overcorrect the next pitch and throw another ball in a different place. So.
1: Yeah, he's a good, if Dan good is able to maintain this headspace for the rest of the tournament, Forgotten Rotten is going to go back to that. Yeah. Oh man, That's these a good guys point. are. Because
0: he really has he, every every post game, he just just shit talks himself and feels terrible. And this is the first time we've seen a post game with him where he is actually feeling feeling himself. And to you, yeah. to borrow a talk on baseball term, he's tasting himself right
1: now. I love uh, Dan Rourke. I want to get him. I want to talk to him on here because I want to hear what's what's like going through his head when he plays these kinds of games. Because he, Dan, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. You sound like a psychopath. (laughs) You you sound like an absolute crazy
0: person. No one can follow your train of thought. You're just a you're an interesting, interesting man.
1: I need to know if it's just as crazy up here as what comes out of your mouth. Because do you ever ever hear him
0: talk on uh, on his show or on their show? uh, What's it called? Uh, David Cohn's podcast.
1: Dan's a producer of that one? Yeah. Like toe in the Slab?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once in a while, they'll let him talk. And it's always really <laughs> funny to hear Dan Rourke tell to give his opinions to David Cohn on the Yankees.
1: <laughs> and he's, the, he's
0: is, the same. He's the same as he always is.
1: It's really crazy to see the juxtaposition of Dan Rourke from the last game versus Como, where they lose and him having a complete breakdown to him here. Being able to calm his head and come out and be one of the best pitchers that we've seen in the tournament, yeah. In the second inning, I would lo- I want to talk to him so badly to know how that switch gets flipped and you know what's going through yeah. his head. Like, I refuse to believe that it's just as crazy in his head as what comes out of his mouth.
0: I mean, that competition also amplifies everything like that too. But but also, but props to Trevor coaching. And seeing that moment, like, you know what? This base is still clear. He got two outs. This could really help propel us in the future if we let him get this third right now. Yeah. And and I like think that they works were saying, wonders.
1: They were, it saves his arm. It saves Trevor's arm. Yeah,
0: it, it worked in, in
1: both aspects. So, really, really good game. Really, really interesting game. We've seen before these, like, uh, what would you call it? Like, these games that only go three half innings, they sometimes fall a little flatter. Because you, um, you can kind of see the, out, the in outcome
0: ahead of time. You're like, I can right. kind of see where this is going.
1: Especially in a situation like this, where it is a one, two, three, bottom of the second. Yeah. like The drama was still there. I was telling Brendan, the drama was still there. My heart's pounding for every yeah, pitch. You,
0: you, you don't expect this from Dan Rourke. Like, one, two, three. And, like, it doesn't happen really Lou. with anybody.
1: Especially yeah. against Lou. Yeah. So, you got anything else to say about this one? Now I'm ready to move into the segments. My dear Paul. Player of the game!
0: Player of that game. You player of the game. You got player. Player of the game. I mean, we've been talking about all game long, all episode long. It's Dan Rourke. He figures it out. He he hits. We talked a lot about his pitching, but he also hits all game long. Uh, he he finds a new pitch and is able to find the strikes on the first game, first game he debuts it and strikes out arguably the MVP. Maybe he, he might have single-handedly dethroned... Lou from the MVP.
1: Wow, you think that ended his campaign? It might have.
0: It, 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 he didn't have a bad game, Lou, but he didn't have an, another incredible game like he's been having. But to get I mean, Lou out twice in one inning is really impressive from your number two pitcher. And we don't we don't ever see one, two, three innings in, in this league. It rarely, rarely happens. Right. And for Dan Rourke to be one of the guys that does it, I, I think should give Trevor a lot more confidence in taking back the title. Because uh, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence in them, in their team. I, I, I was... Sort of convinced they were going to be knocked out in this game if uh, if they didn't pitch well. So,
1: they, I mean, what did me this out. game? What did this game come down to? Right, this game came down to Dan Rourke versus Joe's. Yep. Right, Trevor and Lou did their jobs. They're going to do what First they do. inning, if we're talking just first inning, Lou Dabbs was was hey, the same. MVP, unquestionable. Yep. like Lou wins it. Uh, Trevor had an amazing first inning. Went three for three at the plate. Um, You know his pitching faltered a little bit, but not that that much. Yeah. Um. Dan versus Joe. Joe's the the difference was Dan's a pitcher and Joe's isn't. Yeah. Dan can hit. Joe's can hit. You know we're getting and one a did and one, one didn't today for Dan. Yeah, exactly. Um. So Dan like it. Who else could it be? Dan had the game of his life. He was incredible. Yeah. Great job. Love you, Dan. Way to go, Dan! Congratulations! Congratulations! You earned it. why don't my claps pick up on the mic? There they are. Beautiful.
0: Oh, there it. they are. <laughs> was kind
1: of okay. Um, play of the game. Play the game. I really like. I was thinking about this the other day. I really like how the player and play of the game thing now has become me saying it in the sports center voice. And you like it, sounding like you're mocking me, and then everybody <laughs> laughing at the fact that you're mocking me.
0: <laughs> I never even thought about it that way, but I like, I like that. It,
1: <laughs> um, play the game, Dan's Strike out of Lou Dab. You strike out Oof. the MVP contender, right? Going into this, Lou has what four strikeouts? Yeah, good He was tied letter. for the. He was tied for the league low. Now you know I'm saying that, but there's. Uh, six players that have three strikeouts in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them being K-Mac. He's not getting the opportunity to do it, have another one. Right, right. Um, so per The game, other one being he's, Jake. He's, right. Right. The other one being Jake, who does not have an opportunity to get another one. Um, you keep... The, you strike out Lou. You get the vote of confidence from your teammates saying, nah, this is fucking yours from yeah. Trev. Um,
0: it's something that Trev couldn't do today. Trev couldn't get Lou out.
1: Were all three of Trevor's strikeouts on? Oh, yeah, they were yeah. on Joe's. Um, but you add all of this together. You say, okay, he's striking out the guy who might be MVP this year. He's getting that final out of the game after he only needs two. Trevor could have come in. Yeah. You get that confidence from Trevor saying, hey, this is your game, Dan. Mm-hmm. Fucking go prove it.
0: Hey, sure. Sure did.
1: Sure did. It was it was an incredible play. It was incredible ending to the story of this game. Um Dan Rourke. This is the Dan Rourke episode. This is Dan
0: Rourke app. Mar- it will be it will be marketed as so.
1: We were, you know how we have the the usual titles <laughs> <laughs> of like Blitzball Game 13. Blitzball Battle Three, the Dan, Dan Rourke game. Not even Blitzball Battle Three, just the title of this episode is gonna be Dan Rourke.
0: Dan Rourke. And we're gonna change our period podcast after Dan, name. to after Rourke. Dan Rourke Show dan Rourke.
1: well congratulations dan Rourke, for there winning the dan Rourke episode uh of the year there's always one you got it good job Dan. good
0: job continue dan Rourke continue to make roast pork out of other
1: lineups dan Rourke roast pork that's it i wonder if after the tournament he made a roast pork dinner for everybody just to finish this joke that we just came I up mean, with right now
0: n- knowing if, <laughs> from what they talk about on the blitz series i think dan's more of a a takeout guy than anything else no 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 no.
1: that was just to throw everybody off dan, dan Rourke absolutely makes po- roast pork he's everything. actually an
0: incredible chef
1: he's like this is actually really funny that this rhymes with my name i should get really good at this dish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely peter what? um we, i think we actually know for real what the next game is because we've been on a bad streak of not knowing that um, do we i believe it's we got ice versus como
1: It's either that or Rotten versus Hookline.
0: Yeah. From what I I saw, I think it is the winner's bracket. The winter bracket.
1: The winter bracket.
0: The winter bracket. So, Como versus Migodais is expected. Como's going to come out on top. But what an upset that would be. If they can give Como a loss, do you you think it's... I know it's possible, but how likely do you think it is?
1: Do you want a percentage?
0: I I wasn't asking for a percentage, but if you want to go all math on me. You can go ahead.
1: Mm, I'll do the calculations. Calculating. Uh, I don't think it's that likely. Yeah. I think that, but I don't think it's like so unlikely that we should be writing off. We got ice completely. Fact of the matter is Caden and Sammy have not seen a pitcher as good as Jack. Right. I don't think Sammy is as good of a pitcher as Jack is. I agree. Um, I haven't watched the Como stuff. To my understanding, they do like a legitimate league. Um, and I haven't watched it, so I don't know if there's a better pitcher in Como, their league, than Jack Doyle. I think he's one of
0: the top dogs, Sammy, in their league. I think there's another one that's not playing here, but I think Sammy is like one or two in Como league.
1: So we'll see. That being said, Zoe has to pitch.
0: Yeah, they and... they can definitely. It, they might not hit Zoe if, if Zoe is like really finds it and like is is really uh, nibbling those those pipes. But if he throws middle middle fastballs to this lineup he's going to get rocked.
1: Yep. Exactly. So I think Como's going to win. I've been saying it the whole time. I think Como's going to win the whole tournament. They're just yeah. so much more experienced, so much better. Their plate discipline has been better than everybody else. Um, yeah, winning, winning, seven, winning
0: formula is Zoe stealing an out maybe in, in the first. Um, Zach shutting, uh, uh, Jack. Well, that's, Zach. That, that's the team name is Zach. Uh, <sighs> Jack shutting them down in the first. And then, I think the formula is just like stealing out first deal on the second and then if if jack can be jack and not have to bail out zoe and then zoe have to be put up against the wall and get two outs in the, cause that, that's the losing formula i think is if Zoe yeah. can't find outs and then like well now uh we're like we have two outs for you to find and you gotta just like, i think that's so much pressure for someone that needs to make pinpoint accurate pitches to be yeah. this guy but we're know? gonna see we'll
1: we're gonna see big dick zoe at the plate
0: yes that's true they, they could they could do that at the at the plate
1: they're both going to get uh, home runs. They're going to total to ten home runs. Okay, the two of them.
0: I'll say I'll I'll predict
1: three home runs in that game total for the game or for the we got ice for the game. Um, I'd say we get one. Okay, I mean I, in this tournament, home runs have been so few and far between. They have been. It's been crazy. It feels like wow. They really haven't been. There's been eleven. <laughs> that's almost okay, well, that's, one per game. Almost one per game shows how much I fucking know.
0: I like that new new segment where we, in our predictions, we uh, predict number of home runs.
1: Uh at least eleven for the tournament.
0: Good, good guess.
1: <laughs> good guess. It seems very safe. <laughs> uh, but I, I think there's going to be one one home run this game. It's going to okay. come from Zoe, and it's going to be a grand slam.
0: He loves hitting grand slams, so it just comes so easily to him.
1: Zoe, as the best this is gonna sound bad zoe has the best shit-eating grin i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and he has like such a good like walk like haha i just fucked on you Walk. he
0: does he has a hard walk
1: he has a really good walk
0: yeah he's like he's where he'll, he'll he has, like his walk is almost as hard as walk. Dewey
1: Cox. walk hard you know it i actually have never seen the movie Wow. I don't watch movies. I got
0: lucky there with that one.
1: <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned this before. I don't usually watch. I don't really watch movies. I I, just I know the song. don't
0: even know why I made a movie reference at you, and then amazingly you knew it.
1: I knew it. Wow, John C. Riley,
0: Peter. I think that that's. Uh, we're gonna end on a high note there.
1: Can we get my unless unless, unless
0: unless there's something else you want to talk about?
1: I bought a blitzball bat.
0: Oh, that is something you want to talk about. That's good. Yeah, so Peter's yeah, Peter's so. coming hot after you guys in the in the warehouse. Peter was I'm just coming after before you the the show. He was talking shit about everyone, how he could hit Yabos Dr- off Dr- of all of you.
1: Dr- don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> so my, my brother texted, or he was coming over to drop off some bikes because I'm I got married last year and I'm still like in the process of bringing stuff over to my new house. And he was coming to br- drop off bikes, and on the way over, he sent me voice messages saying that he was going to hit a home run off of everybody. He said he's watched the videos on YouTube. He hasn't watched the tournament, but he doesn't think the ball moves that much and he'll be hitting oppo tacos. <laughs> and uh, I just bought the blitz ball set because Drew Davis has been bullying me and I need to yeah, I can't believe bat, it, like, a, protect
0: myself. A, a DM conversation, Drew single-handedly made you buy chocolate
1: milk and blitz balls. <laughs> he's a great If he, if he isn't he's a great lawyer. going into sales or something, <laughs> he needs to go into sales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> every time we, we talk now I'm just gonna see in your video chat more things that you've bought because your Davis made you yeah <laughs> <laughs> your Davis made me your Davis made me buy a unicycle
1: he made me buy another house but, this, but it, it's for me but he made me get a second one
0: and he, and, and he made me buy bunk beds so we could sleep in the same room together
1: <laughs> we can hold hands while we sleep um But other than that, no. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.